Hello and welcome to Revolutionize the Stage, brought to you by Venue Live, where we are constantly talking to experts in the music industry that are trying to make an impact in this space. My name is Emily Heidel, and we are back for a second episode with Winnie and Jamie. We are focusing on the fans right now, um, or fans turned professional, I should say. If you want a little background on who Winnie and Jamie are and why their opinions are very, very important in this space, go listen to episode one, which was part one of this interview. Um, now, if you maybe notice a bit, if you listen to part one, and if you listen to this one too, um, and you are a fan of K-pop and you you know what K-Con is, um, you realize that this interview was actually recorded back at the end of March so they actually just wrapped up K Contact 4 um, at the time they had just finished K Contact 3 so congratulations to KCON on finishing that but just to let you know that is why it seems a little bit dated but the information and the insight definitely is not from either Winnie neither Winnie nor Jamie um, like I said this is a fan focused segment of our series now so right now we are focusing on fans that have turned professional next week we're gonna have a few youtubers on and the weeks after that we're gonna have a few youtubers on and then we're gonna have some more cool people on um so if you are a fan right now in whatever capacity and you want to work in this industry this series is for you and we will continue to evolve from not just fans um we will have i guess you could call it chapters uh segments um of eight to nine episodes where we are spotlighting different parts of the music industry so the next one we have planned is production so we're going to be having people who have worked in the production space within the music industry specifically uh, trying to focus on touring of course and live events because we are a live event company but we will also have people who do production um literally as a producer making the music so look forward to that now Another side note is that Venue Live, we, like I said, we're a concert company, so we have artists on our platform all the time, and we have another podcast we just launched with an artist that will be on our platform this coming Sunday, July 11th, 5 p.m. KST. Um, his name is Han Sungwoo. He is of the male K-pop group Victon, and we had him as a guest on our On Venue Live podcast, that is one word, and uh, we asked him what we can expect and what his fans can expect with this upcoming concert so if you are a fan of Victon, if you're a fan of Hansungu, and if you're a fan of Venue Live you should go check that out on Venue Live um, and if you want to buy tickets to that concert make sure to do that you can do it through Interpark or on our website Venue Live and you can validate them as well that is July 11th 5 p.m. KST that will be a hybrid concert so much looking forward to that and also we have another concert coming up and some more guests from that concert will be on our on venue live podcast that is the renaissance concert yes the renaissance episode one okay we actually have tickets on sale right now and this is a very special concert because uh we have snoop doggy dog oh my gosh i sound so lame we have snoop dog as the headliner so if you're a snoop dog fan Go get your tickets on VenueLive.com. We also have a lot of other cool artists that will be on there. Um, we have Anaz Rome, Romy Rome, Kaylin Harris, Carrie the Legacy, or Carrie Boy, Juhan Jones, Tally Benson, Chevy O'Shea, G-Shit, and Giovanni W., okay? 
So if you're into hip hop, R&B, funny um, skits, because a lot of them, some of them aren't actually not artists. They are comedians. Um, If you want that sort of SNL, 106 and Park, um, in living color vibe, go by go buy your tickets on venuelive.com. And like I said, we'll be having some of the artists from the Renaissance on our Venue Live podcast, on Venue Live podcast in the next few weeks. So you can always keep up to date what we are doing with Venue Live, with this podcast specifically, um, at Revolutionize the Stage Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. You can check us out at Rev the Stage pod and if you want to keep up with venue live you can follow us on instagram and twitter at venue underscore live and you can look at us on facebook of course there's always going to be a video interview to accompany the audio so make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel venue live okay wow long intro hope you guys enjoyed it hope i have more intros for you like this because that means we have a lot more coming for you okay Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this part with Winnie and Jamie. Thank you, Winnie and Jamie, again, for being amazing, amazing guests with such great insight. Hopefully you guys find something insightful from this and let us know if you do. Make sure to email us at contact at venuelive.com. We will totally take your suggestions or you can leave a comment um, in the uh, post about this podcast or you can leave a review and um, if you want to throw in five stars, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my voice. Enjoy the podcast. Bye-bye. Um, I wonder what are some things, and um, specific to K-pop, um, I know that like like we were talking about, you know, meet and greets and virtual things like that are very common. Um um, whether they're short, 30 seconds, or like a group, maybe for like five minutes. Um what are some things that you guys would or think that fans would like to see um, in the future as, um, you know, we come out of the pandemic, but also I'm sure people will continue to stay online in different ways now that, you know, maybe it's a little cheaper to do that in terms of traveling and things like that. What are some things you think people would want to see online um, through a concert or fan meet type experience that could help the artist's engagement, Winnie? Now that we're wrapping up, um, season three, we are planning on having another kick contact in the near future. So we're kind of in this ideation mode once again to see, you know, just like how do we bring you content that isn't just like I'm just going to stare at the screen, etc. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've thrown ideas out there where at this moment, we do have this segment called Live K-Conners. So mm-hmm. individuals can kind of like apply to be a part of the Um, concert stage so kind of an example is that when the artists are performing on stage we have a set where we showcase everyone via zoom with their fan signs in the background so it's a moment for artists to kind of like meet their fans but maybe in the future if it's possible one way we can one-up that is kind of having like our meet and greet sessions that happen at KCON but happen by a zoom maybe so you know say like a k-pop artist was with us right now and like we got a chance to do a meet and greet with them just like you know a hundred people or less and just interacting via video in a more intimate space so maybe that can be the next step that we incorporate because zoom is becoming very integral to a lot of online Mm -hmm. platforms and meeting people or just doing podcasts like this. So maybe utilizing that more in the future. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're always thinking of ideas. I'm always like, 
do I have any more ideas in me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, like where can I get inspired or what? Maybe I'll have some dream about an idea because yeah, having been here for quite some time, um, sometimes I'm like, dang, it's it's getting a little longer to think about something right now, <laughs> but mm, yeah. still trying to hang in there because, you know, like I feel like a commonality amongst artists all over the world is that we we all are adapting to like okay artists will have a meet and greet now but what's the next thing that artists can do to interact with their fans is it you know popping into a a group chat where all their fans are at and they you know pretend like they're not the member but everyone's like you're a fake member but it's actually the real member like that's a thing Uh within k-pop where they have their fan clubs online and then some of the members will come in and be like I am actually Chinese key here and we're going to kick you out because you're not the real person. And then he'll send a photo and then they accidentally kick him out. So like, um, maybe we can like utilize more chat type things like that to kind of like pop in and be like, oh, an artist is here. But, you know, there's a lot of wild ideas that can exist and just trying to keep coming up with more. Yeah, it's a challenge to always stay like innovative and like one step ahead for sure. So that I make you I think of um SM's like bubble, bubble. I, I think it's called bubble. Oh god, I, I may be botching this. Um, but there's definitely like Weverse. Weverse has their their chat features and that kind of thing that where they can pop in or that kind of thing. Um and Kakao, I think some in some ways has it as well. But Jamie, what do you think um fans would like to see in the future? So I would say, like, in terms of when everything goes back to normal, that, you know, just like you guys were saying, that um, every kind of advancement in terms of technology should and will be incorporated into any kind of fan engagement, meet and greet type situations. Um, When I'm thinking about, you know, the typical meet and greet that you wait in line and you spend 30 seconds with the you know, with the artist, the majority of your time you're spending with other fans in line. So I think that's a huge component that needs to be brought back online. One idea that Fandaban has been incorporating is, you know, waiting rooms for all fans to wait with each other as they are, quote unquote, in line for the meet and greet to talk mm-hmm. to each other as one in one goes in a breakout room with the artist. Um, just because interacting with fans is half of the experience. Um, if not, I would argue more than half. And, you know, um, when things go back to normal, if we're talking about just online meet and greets, I truly do think that they should be reinvented as a whole. I was never fortunate enough to be able to go to a meet and greet besides the ones I've worked in my life, which I'm very lucky for, just because um, it was hard for me to convince my parents that I needed to spend $1,000 to go meet an artist or a band for 30 seconds. I just did not, you know, I I studied law and I still don't think I can make that argument. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I really don't think I could just because, um, you know, it is a great revenue stream, but you don't get too much out of it. You do have some of the labels. I mean, listen, to go meet Harry Styles and meet and greet would be fantastic. But at the end of the day, fans do deserve more. And with the pandemic, with everyone coming online, not only are people realizing that fans deserve more, but fans aren't settling for anything less than what they deserve. Um, so whether that's exclusive content at a meet and greet, a new maybe, you know, I know Katy Perry used to do for her meet and greets would have worlds or 
quote unquote worlds, um, different rooms for the fans to hang out in. And it was more of a walk around experience rather than, you know, I worked a um, meet and greet for why don't we fans waited in line, you waited your turn 30 seconds picture hi hug you're gone. But for mm-hmm. Katy Perry, it was a whole room where you would take a picture, go hang out. Katy Perry's still right next to you. You're also talking to the fans and you're experiencing it as a whole. Um, any way to make the experience longer is obviously always amazing, but I feel like it's not, it's more so quality over quantity as, as much as you can make the experience more memorable, mm-hmm. um, whichever way you do that, whether it's chats or online community waiting rooms or in-person you know rooms for people to hang out in um making it memorable is the most important so yeah I think that's what fans are looking forward to making more memories with each other as fans outside of just well it's the artist bringing it in but it's the yeah exactly 100 that's the only thing that's been keeping us going is I mean for me I will only speak for myself is the memories that I made as a fan that you know And also as a professional, just going to work every day and seeing other professionals and seeing other fans at concerts and really like giving a fan a meet and greet, best experience I've ever had in my life, not even going myself. Um, And holding on to those of how good I felt and also realizing that you should never take that for granted because I sure as hell did, um, you know, is what's getting me through it until we get to the next one so Mm -hmm, definitely more memories with the artists each other all around love it thank you for sharing that thank you both um and i wonder as we come to a close with this interview a couple more questions um from your perspective for any fan that wants to be a part of the music industry working with their favorite artists or whatever it may happen to be what is one bit of advice or encouraging word um, that you would tell them in order to help them or give them advice um, to be able to pursue that path? Winnie. I feel like, (laughs) I feel so old when I'm like looking back at my work career, like it's not even been that long, you know, (laughs) but um, I feel like what is important is honestly like showcasing the skills that you have because in the end, like a job has stuff that you need to do right like you need to do things for the job so I would say that if you have a hobby or if you run a fan club or if you are great at writing photography whatever it be just have a portfolio Um, I don't have a portfolio because I was working live events and I come from a live event background but you know in my job I've done a lot of interviews to hire interns to join our team and to plan the event whether that be through talent or marketing or operations production. So I have been mind blown by people who come in with a portfolio or they have a website showcasing things that they've done. You know, you should be proud of the work that you do. Like Mm -hmm. if you wrote at a concert and you just literally wrote like as yourself and you were like, I want to write for my own website, like showcase that because to people on the professional background, it means that you have that skill set that we could potentially transfer and just teach you how to do that in marketing and write a blog post for the company. Mm -hmm. So I would say like that I think is important to document what you've done because, you know, resumes now, they don't need to be as traditional. I feel like they Mm -hmm. aren't just, I graduated here, this was my job and this is what I do now. is nice to kind of see like 
the hobbies section, you know, I don't know if anyone else feels differently about that, but I always like reading the hobbies section. I still have it in my resume. I'm like, I like going to concerts, conventions, and, you know, making arts and crafts in my free time. <laughs> Me too. I love that section. Yeah, it really shows that, you know, you can still be personable and work at the same time. Mm. So I would say having a portfolio is important, whether that's on Instagram, a website, whatever it may be, I think that it's important to showcase that the skills that you have is transferable and can be used wherever you're applying to. And you maybe you mentioned uh, like or just something I thought of as you were talking was how um, like if you do run a fan account, there's like there's that there's like that fan account, and then there's like fan accounts, nice fan like are are present. So like let's say you are a like. Uh, I don't know, BTS fan. Let's say you run this like fan base that, you know, filters the news through and gets the most important information. And then you have your second fan account that's like Jimin is the best. And like, it's just a bunch of Jimin like pictures and stuff like that. Like one thing I always think about is like, uh, like, I guess you can always keep those, but like, I would call that like your burner account, like your, your ghost account. Cause really like at the same time, like I've, I've, I've heard that like, even if you are a fan, there is, like you, you mentioned uh, when he sort of at the beginning, like there's that line that's drawn, like you can totally be a fan, but like not hide it, but like know where that line is drawn. Because if you are working with the artist, they're not, you know, that's, it could be, I don't know, it could lead to some other things, but like, um, but yeah, um, I completely agree with you with what you said, Wendy. Also, if you start your own blog just for yourself, it just shows that company that you are you are like a self-starter. You're not going to wait for them to give you the opportunity. You're going to take the initiative on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Winnie. All right, Jamie, what about you? Yeah. And just to kind of echo, I mean, you hit it right on the head, Winnie, um, in terms of putting your fan experiences on your resume. And to that point of what you were speaking on, on that fine line, you know, when you want to echo the side that fans can be professionals and they should be, you also have to acknowledge that line, right? You ha there are certain ways to say things. There are certain, um, you know, ways to be quote unquote professional. Although Winnie, as you mentioned earlier on, that is changing in terms of work environments, atmospheres, and just how the industry is changing in general. Um, but you know, for me, at least, I was fueled to be more professional because I was a fan because I wanted to be taken seriously and I wouldn't settle for anything less. So mm -hmm. it's extremely possible. Um, and the number one thing for me is not to be ashamed of that I was a fan. I'm really lucky in terms of I never felt that way, just especially coming from a different background in terms of my education. Um, I made sure that every time I was in you know, the building at these labels, I was fangirling, you know, I, I stand labels and I stand CEOs. It's not just artists. And I made sure to be as passionate every second I can that I was at concerts as well as when I was working. So my hard piece is a piece of advice is kind of broken up into three sections. And I, I literally can't choose because all three are so important, but one to what Winnie said, put your fan experiences, whatever that may be for you on your resume, because I probably would have gotten in the door at these places a lot sooner if I would have, because once I got in, um, I realized I was doing the same thing I have been doing from my bedroom my entire life as a fan. Of course, you know, I learned so much and I continue to learn. I don't think that ever stops. And 
I made mistakes, which is a part of the process as long as you learn from it. But I was doing things as like radio ads. I've been suggesting and uh, requesting One Direction to be played at radio since they were on X Factor. Like I, I know what media oh, wow. base is like. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I just skimmed the surface of what fans do. Um, and then my second would be not to compare yourself to others because when I first started a long time ago and I was interning, I saw all these people on LinkedIn with every single label management company award show um, in the world on their LinkedIn. And I would compare myself, but one of my supervisors gave me great advice one day that was, you know, you can call up every single supervisor they have ever had, and not one of them could suggest them for the job. Um, you know, all you need is one person to really champion you in whatever internship job or experience you may have, and they can help you get there. And I really do try to pay that forward with everything that I do. And that goes into the last piece of the advice is do not assume that everybody works hard as hard as you do or is as passionate as you do because with fans like I was like there's no way I was just naive I was like there's no way people get into this for the wrong reasons like why would you get into the music industry for any other reason besides being a fan but there were people who got in the building simply because they just wanted to be in the building and say they were there they didn't want to work hard you know, they, it's an ego thing that does happen in the industry, but I'm beyond lucky that I've surrounded myself with nothing but great people. Um, but knowing your worth is also knowing that not everybody is willing to work as hard or wants to. So comparison is, is the dream killer. So definitely don't mm. do that. Comparison is a dream killer. I love that. Wow. Thank you both for sharing um, that piece of advice. I think many people listening can take um, tidbits from it in order to hopefully turn their fandom into a career one day. Um, finally, before you guys share your social media, one last thing, um, since we talked a lot about online concerts, um, what is your ideal way of enjoying an online concert? Like almost like how people are like, what's your perfect day? What would you do on a perfect day? Like how would your setup be for your perfect online concert? Who would you be watching? What are you eating? What's the atmosphere? Who are you with type thing? Uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> um, I'll go. This is a okay. hard one. Are we talking about like today? Today, yes. Uh, well, but also you can have, you can safely have people around you too. Safely, okay. okay. Love yes. it. We're always, we're following COVID guidelines. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, oh my gosh. That's such a hard one, but I'm going to give the answer that if my entire team, um, if my entire team were listening right now and holding me accountable, they know I would say either Harry Styles or the Jonas Brothers, but I'll go with Harry Styles for today just because, you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I have been wanting to see him live for the longest time, so I would not mind seeing an online concert. Um, I would like to if I can picture it as it's a little warmer in New York, it's like we got a nice projector in the backyard, got some beach chairs, we got mm -hmm. some, maybe some like iced tea drinks, you know, I don't know, maybe some alcohol, but I am <laughs> of age. So although I look 12 sometimes, um, very much that way. And I would invite four of my closest vaccinated friends who are also <laughs> Harry Styles fans 
And if they could not attend, we're all about having Zoom parties over here at Fantaband to watch together. And then it would end and be nighttime. And then I just have a great rest of my night because Harry Styles would have serenaded us with his amazing music. So that's my ideal scenario. <laughs> that sounds lovely. Wow. My goodness. Oh, I can just imagine him playing lights up and you're like the sun setting. You're like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, tell me that's not amazing. It's a vibe. I will be doing that now when when he records a, or when he actually has a concert. Maybe next summer I'll just watch like YouTube videos of it in my backyard. Well, I'll send out the link. We'll all like watch it together. So Let's do that. consider it. Yes, thank you. Good idea. All right, thank you. Uh, Winnie, your turn. I was like, I don't want to go first because this is hard, even though we knew the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I probably want to say two artists. I'll, I'll do a K-pop artist and I'll do like a, a Western artist since that's mm -hmm. like the topic of our conversation. So if I wanted, okay, this is Winnie speaking, right? Winnie as the human, um, just Winnie, just putting that out there, Winnie. So <laughs> yeah. I, I probably want to see Seventeen. So mm -hmm. it, they're a K-pop group. If no one knows about them who's listening to this, just, just watch them watching videos. Um, a fun story that I have about joining the company was kind of like bringing the fan experience to companies, right? So when I was first brought on as a full-time individual, I was an intern, then full-time. I We get to kind of help with the ideation of the lineup artists and just give our recommendations who we think is, you know, popping off with a lot of K-pop fans or mm -hmm. who are like noticing is trending or just, hey, this is the first time they would have a concert um, you should invite them to KCON. So mm -hmm. in 2016, it was my prize joy that I recommended Seventeen to join. And a lot of people were first like, you know, they're like, oh, who's that? And I was like, I don't need to tell you. I'm just here. Here's actually all the stats you need because I'm that kind of person. I'm mm -hmm. like, this is what they've done. This is what they're doing. And I think these are the great reasons why we should invite them to KCON. So eventually they did come and they were a huge success. So I was like, whoa. You know, like, I, I just love that, you know, there was this trust in me as a worker and coming as a fan to be like, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, this isn't going to be a loss for the company. So please just believe me. And it worked out. Um, but I miss them. It's been a while since I've seen something that they've done. You know, mm -hmm. they um, have the content here and there, but that would be my ideal, like, I'm kind of afraid of the outward, like outside world still, no offense. Like I've become very, I don't trust anyone else outside. Like there's, mm. there's still some people one year later not wearing their mask. So I will enjoy my concert from my room with my like lights that can change colors. And yeah. I will change there with you. I would change the color of my lights to their fandom colors. And then I have a yeah. sound bar on my TV. So I'm chilling and I'll probably just like, I don't know eat chips and like eat chips. yeah <laughs> there's this um there's this korean chip that i've been super into it's like turtle chips but they have a oh. cinnamon emmy since you're in korea like it's available here in the u.s too if you go to a korean market but you need to try those turtle chips with cinnamon flavor because i am i'm addicted if you like cinnamon and chocolate like that ah 
I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> so obsessed that, yeah. Um, so that's the K-pop artist. But for the Western artists, um, if you all are familiar with Keshi, he's like a Vietnamese American um, singer, but he goes by the stage name Keshi. And he just had some trilogy remixes that dropped. And I am like, that's what helped me make it through K-Contact because mm-hmm. While I'm working K-Con events, I don't listen to K-pop as much because it's just like my worldview is K-pop. So I need to listen to something else. So he had dropped these remixes and I was just like, oh man, if I could hear this live, I would probably cry, you know? Like yeah. I, just want, I just want to silently stand with my alcoholic drink and cry, you know, just a little <laughs> bit just to like feel the moment and feel- As you should. Yeah. As you should. <laughs> So yes. that would probably be my my Western artist. Um, I definitely want to see him perform live whenever that happens. So mm-hmm. those are mine too. Thanks for listening to all my stories about both of them. I, I uh, you mentioned seventeen. Seventeen did have a concert on Venue Live. I want to say it was January. Oh gosh, I'm gonna get this wrong. January seventeenth or nineteenth uh, this this year, but but maybe soon you will get a chance to watch them again um, at some point. Um, yeah, seventeen is everybody just says like it's like choreography like on ugh, it's just it's unreal. Anyway, um, so yes, I, I look forward to watching them as well. Um, and then Keshi, yeah, he also popped off this year as well. Um, he's been everywhere, so such a he gives you like those uh, sad boy vibes, <laughs> very much so. Sad vibes is my real vibe since like really? <laughs> Screamo, Winnie in middle school who listened to like All American Rejects and Seosin. Like that's probably wow. my my yes. still. So <laughs> I Sounds love like warp tour kind of thing. Yeah, I love that. Yes, same. <laughs> Love that. Makes me think of, oh my gosh, what's that band um, with Alex Gascard? What's his name? What's the Wanted? No. Okay, I'm not going to, anyway. Um, but I really appreciate uh, you guys coming and taking time out of your days to come talk with everyone listening, talk with me. Um, before we leave, um, where can people find you on social media? What kinds of things do you have you know, maybe coming up that you would like people to look forward to, starting with Jamie? Yeah, well, you can go ahead and follow fan to band on all platforms, including LinkedIn, if you're looking to work with us professionally. Um, on socials, it is F-A-N-T-O-B-A-N-D-D on everything except LinkedIn. Um, and we're really excited to continue to grow our street team. We use our virtual street team as a place for fans who want to be professionals to get started just because I know I would have killed for a place like that. So what we do is, of course, we um, work together to promote everything that we're doing, but we also hold workshops, provide subscriptions for fans to use, such as larger Zoom rooms, and we teach them how to do Photoshop. And we really ask them what they want to learn and bring everything to, um, you know, to them, whether that's panelists, subscriptions, like I said, any kind of workshops or speakers. I'm really looking forward to at the end of April, we're going to be having a clubhouse. Honestly, if anyone here wants to join, we're looking for panelists, but um, it's going to be why K-pop is 10 years ahead of fan engagement. Um, And we just want to give an open space for K-pop fans and professionals to talk about what else the music industry can learn from them. Um, We can have a five hour clubhouse about that. 
but we're going to pick some of the hot topics and it's so highly requested from our street team. So we're giving it the time it, you know, respects to find some awesome panelists and professionals. So if anyone's interested, I'm all about um, giving our street team and community the best opportunities and people to learn from possible. And thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Anytime I get to hype up the Phantom Band team or our mission, it's a group of people. It's not just me and it would not be possible without everybody else. And I just wanna make sure that every time we're growing, whether we have 5,000 followers or 5 million, we're giving back the entire time. So thank you for letting me hype them up here as well. Of course, thank you, Jamie. That's awesome. I look forward to that clubhouse grouping um, to talk about K-pop for sure. All right, Winnie, what about you? Where can people follow you? What should they look forward to? I'm like, I'm excited to tune into that clubhouse. That sounds really fun. So um, thank you. And if anyone wants to join, please, like you guys have so much to offer um, and people will be so excited. I'm excited to learn. I'm just <laughs> learning as well with everyone else. Yeah. So for us, um, you can follow us at KCON USA, K-C-O-N-U-S-A at all social platforms as well. We'll be having another Kate Contact virtual concert soon. So no announcements have formally been made, but be on the lookout for that. Um, while we're working with Emmy this past Kate Contact 3, like we are going to incorporate more, just not artists, but special guests, panelists, YouTubers, content creators. So currently ideating for that and just getting ready for the next round. And if you want to follow Winnie as the human, you can find <laughs> me at Winnie Poo with three E's, W-I-N-N-I-E-E-E-P-O-O-H. Um, I don't really post much tbh so i don't even know <laughs> yeah i was i was my own social too um it's just my name j-a-i-m-e dot b-i-l-o-t-t-i but if you do follow me i'm basically a fan to band stan account at this point <laughs> so here we are yeah so thank you again even to david and pj for you know inviting us here i think it was a really fun opportunity and just hearing more about fan to band too like you know, as we continue in this pandemic, I really don't talk to a lot of people except my roommates. So I'm always mm -hmm. like, this is the one time I'm gonna put on earrings. So thank you for giving me this opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to share and talk. Um, Cause it is, it is refreshing to just mm -hmm. be able to talk a little bit. Cause the mm -hmm. outside world now, nah, I'm just like, I have to go to the post office in, out and I'm back inside. So. Yeah. Who wants to go to the post office even? So that I put that off too. But I love it. I love your earrings. I love the the funky jacket. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for everything you're doing in the fan community space because you're helping the world to revolutionize the stage. Okay. So if you and if you're listening, for people listening, if you know someone who is revolutionizing the stage like these two, you can contact us with your ideas or suggestions at this email contact at venewlive.com. So contact at venuelive.com. Thank you both for your time again. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you next time.